What is going on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, and we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself. Damn, this is crazy. We're on the big three zero right now. I can't believe we're 30 episodes in. It's so wild doing something like this and how a quickly how time flies, but how much progress you make when you just stick to something and do it consistently. And I'm someone who loves to be super transparent about the process. You guys have heard me say many times on this podcast that I had no fucking idea what I was doing starting the show. I remember being on GarageBand, like messing around, almost pulling my hair out because I had no idea how to put this together. And now it's just such a flow. Like this is just routine. I don't even think about it. Um, We're getting great guests on the show. I have so many great ideas for these individual Monday Mastery episodes I'm doing and just feeling good. Yeah, feeling awesome going into fall. Low-key, one of my favorite seasons. The only reason I don't like it is because it means that it's going to snow and everything's going to die. And Connecticut is like a barren tundra wasteland in in the winter. It hurts to go outside. Your face freezes off. You literally have to melt your car in order to get into it. But love wearing hoodies and shorts. I don't know if anyone else resonates with me there, but hoodie season is in. And I love this time of year because I feel like coming off of summer, and this happened for me especially, we wrapped up a 90-day action plan. And for me, falling off the wagon for a little bit isn't probably as much as it is for other people. Like I still am doing what I have to do with my business. So still putting out episodes, still putting in work, but just not with that commitment that I normally have. So after we wrapped up our 90-day action plan in mid-August, I kind of just like Got into like chill mode, enjoyed the rest of the summer, went out a little bit on the weekends. But what fall symbolizes for me is it's back into grind mode. And that's where we are right now. I have so much exciting shit happening right now with our business. Company wide, we're just blowing up. This is a great time for people to get their health together because the kids are going back to school. And that's a whole nother story. Who knows how long that'll last? I think. The second that little Charlie sneezes, all of the school is going to be shut down. It sucks to say, but I feel like that's the reality of it. But parents have kids going back to school, and our business just takes off during this time because people put on weight in the summer, right? You're, you're eating ice cream every night. You're drinking strawberry daiquiris and just not really watching what you're eating, and it catches up to you. So just a lot going on with that. Like I said, I'd love to keep you guys updated and be super transparent with my business moves And uh, for my course, Entrepreneurial Secrets 101, I partnered with a really high-level media agency to go out there and market it on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm excited about that because I've always wanted to get into the world of putting ads out there on Instagram and Facebook, but I never really had the right product to do so. And I kind of created this just so I could run those ads. So we'll keep you guys updated on how that goes. I have... I don't know how much I want to reveal about this one. Over over the summer, I came up with a tagline that really embodies my lifestyle and the entrepreneur lifestyle. So just, just stay tuned for that because there's going to be some moves coming in that realm. But overall, just excited. And I encourage you guys, it's 
right now, and I can't say this is enough, is there's never been a better time to go and take control of your life. If you've been adversely affected by what's happened with this pandemic, right now is the time to invest in yourself and right now is the time to take control. Go in on your passions. If you have an idea, make it the fuck happen. There's never going to be a better time. There's never going to be less excuses. So set some goals. Like Close out this year strong. I know a lot of people I've hated on 2020. There's so many memes that are going around. And to be honest, I felt the effects of it too. I love to be out and socialize and I crave that human connection. But I I took the year for what it was and made a lot of shit happen and put a lot of shit into play. So close out this year strong. We still have about three and a half months left. So just set some goals and, and fucking go all in and crush them. Like don't play victim to what's going on in the world and really use this to your advantage. So that being said, there's my little intro, little update. I guess another update. I don't know if any of you guys play fantasy football. I get dragged into it every year and I hate it because I'm so damn competitive. I hate losing. So I take it seriously, but I just get so wrapped up. I think watching football games is going to make my team perform better for some reason. And I feel like me being there, I'm sending them the right energy to go out there and perform which is just fucking ludicrous. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys are playing fantasy football. I, I like the competitive edge, but it just is like, it's too damn much. There's just too much to keep up with. I, I just hate things that are out of your control for the most part. But anyway, got roped into that again this year. So definitely trying to minimize the time and effort I put into it, but kind of fun. But anyway, so today's episode, I have a really good one planned for you guys. And This is not only for entrepreneurs, this will apply across the board for anyone. Even if you have a regular job, even if you're kind of in between things, even if you're just the type of person who's trying to up how you communicate and how you conduct yourself socially. And what I'm going to talk about are the six human needs. Now, before I get into it, there's two angles I want you to look at the needs that I'm going to go over. The first angle is for yourself and so you understand yourself better and know how you're motivated. When you understand how you're motivated, you're able to perform better because you know what goals to set and what visions to set to make you go out there and take action. On the other side, I want you to look at these lessons as a way to influence others better. When you understand what people crave and what their needs are, you're able to meet them where they are and align with them and influence them much better than assuming what their needs are because a lot of times, guys, we're, we have products to sell, we're working in our job, and we're trying to get other people to see things our way or buy our product, buy our service, and we take the complete wrong angle because we don't take the time to figure out what that person actually cares about and what their needs are. So look at it from both of those angles, and I'm going to give you guys examples as we go so you understand it a little better, but this shit is so important because... A big theme I talk about in the show is you got to listen. You got to figure out what other people's pain is. You got to figure out what they care about. You got to learn about them in order to figure out how you can best serve them. It's as simple as that. Don't go into situations assuming you know what's best for someone else. You need to figure out what their needs are. So there's six. And I'll give you guys the overview right now. So the six needs are certainty is number one. Uh, Funny enough, the second one is uncertainty or variety. The third is significance and recognition. The fourth is love and connection. The fifth is growth. And the sixth is contribution. Now, most of us 
probably have a blend of all of these needs to some extent, uh, but you're going to have needs that are more powerful for yourself and that you're going to be more influenced by. So let's just get right into it. So the first need, certainty. And I, I talk about this all the time. You guys have probably heard me talk about internal and external certainty, and I'll break it down. But in general, you, you look at the average person, they love to have a partner that they can count on and know that they're going to be there. They like to have a paycheck. They, they, they like to know they get comfort in the fact knowing that they show up at their job and they get paid every single Friday, whatever it is. They like to have a routine. They don't like too many curveballs thrown in their life. They like to know that things are stable and not chaotic, right? And this is my my breakdown on it. I, I in some ways, I do crave certainty. I, I love my morning routine. I like waking up and knowing like I have a plan for the day and what's going to happen. We'll, we'll get into uncertainty after because that's an important one. But here's how I want you guys to think of certainty. You can think of certainty in the external aspect in in the form of everything I just told you, in the form of certainty from relationships, in living in maybe the same town, in the same house, and like knowing that you're secure there, that's your home, in the form of having a job that you're getting a steady paycheck from, in the form of just knowing that things are stable, right? What a big thing I preach is instead of focusing on that external certainty, focus on the internal certainty. And what that means is growing yourself into an individual who can step into any situation and thrive because you're so confident in yourself and your skill set. And it really doesn't matter what the external factors are because you have taken the time to grow you and work on you. So you can step into anything and go out there and crush it. But this is a big one. So let's talk in terms of influencing other people. So somebody who their top need that they crave the most is certainty, probably not going to be the person to quit their job, pack a suitcase and just go travel the world with no promises of anything. Probably going to be the person that likes or is looking for a steady paycheck to buy a house and get a 30 year mortgage and settle down, get into a relationship, get married really quickly, right? And a lot of people are like this. So when you know your audience, you're able to influence them better. So in terms of my business, I know a lot of network marketers, salespeople listen to this podcast. Think about this. If you're sharing your opportunity with someone who's mostly certainty driven, you're not going to talk about the freedom to go travel the world and go and invest in different businesses and the fact that you get to design your life exactly how you want it to because that type of person might not want that at all. That that might scare them and be like, oh, this is definitely not for me. Rather, maybe you can reframe it as they're looking for certainty and look at what just happened in the world. So many people just lost their jobs overnight and we know that one stream of income doesn't cut it anymore. We need multiple streams of income. So you would take it as an angle is, look, man, I know you love your job and you're crushing it there. But look what happened. Like, look how many people just lost their income overnight. Wouldn't you agree that it's smart and secure to create multiple streams of income just in case shit hits the fan, you know you're prepared, right? And all of our offerings can be framed towards these different needs and for different people. So think about this. So, and this all comes from asking the questions like, what do you like most about your job? right? What do you hate the most? If you could do anything in the world, what would it be? You get the answer to those few questions and you know exactly what type of person you're working with. If they say 
the thing they love most about their job is that when they perform well, they get rewarded, they get bonuses, they get recognized at team meetings, you know that they're influenced by significance or recognition. Or if you ask them what they like most, they're like, you know what, I, I don't really love my job, but I love the fact that I can depend on a paycheck every Friday. That's someone who's looking for certainty, right? We'll get into some of the questions after, but I want to really run through these six needs. So there's certainty. The second one is uncertainty or variety, right? This one I realized is huge for me. And although I crave certainty on on some levels, definitely not with monotony and living the same life every day, um, uncertainty and variety is a big one. And, and to share a story with you guys, my whole life is just diving into uncertainty and the unknown and just unconsciously knowing that it's going to work out for me. And what I did, for those of you who read my book and know my story, when I was getting ready to graduate college and my business was providing me with a level of residual income where I didn't have to go to the cube farm and put on my corporate cowboy uniform. (laughs) And I never wanted to do that. And instead, I knew I wanted to travel. So when I had studied abroad a year earlier, I met all these people that worked for this travel company in Florence, Italy, and I used them for traveling. I went on their trips. I stayed in touch with them. And when I thought about ways I could travel the world, it just seemed like such a good option because I knew I'd get a free apartment. I'd be able to go sell trips and make even more money. Uh, And I just saw the hookup they had in the city. So I contacted them. I got the job with the company. And five days after graduation, I moved over to Italy. So Keep in mind this, I didn't know a single person who was over there still. All my friends who had worked there before connected me with the job, but weren't there anymore. Uh, I was leaving behind everything I'd built the past few years in terms of all my relationships at college. I was moving to a foreign country. I had no fucking clue what I was getting into, but I did it. And I just knew it would work out. And funny enough, the first few days, I was like just so out of place. I remember we're living in this apartment that we had, I think, nine people packed into a three-bedroom apartment. There's like five people in my room, three in another, and one person in like a a hallway. It was fucking crazy. And then we had to get out at 8 a.m. to go flyer every day, and we're just walking up to random groups of students, asking them if they want trips. People are running from us. People are telling us to fuck off. People are just looking at us like we're fucking weirdos. And I remember the first few days, I was just, I'm like, damn, did I make a mistake? Like, did I blow it? Like, I don't know if this was the right move. Maybe I should have just stayed at home and hung out with all my friends at college I know I'd have a good time with and not made this big of a risk. But what happened was I kind of got through that deception mode and a week into it, I meet the guy who runs the entire nightlife scene in Florence. He literally takes me under his wing. One of the first things we did together is he took me to the Gucci outlet and got me 50% off anything I wanted. He just tells me basically I'm going to work with him. And after just seeing the power and control he had in the city, I'm like, I wasn't going to dispute it. So I start promoting the best clubs in the city, start meeting all the most influential people, start popping off with become a top salesperson in this travel company, and then start traveling the world and had probably one of the best seven month spans of my life. All because I hopped into that uncertainty and that variety. And you need to understand, I know a lot of my fellow network marketers here, we're, this is a big one that drives us. I have so many friends who just like left the traditional lifestyle and they're like, fuck it, pack a bag, I'm moving to Bali. You know, I'm taking off. I'm going to go try to make this thing happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that things are going to work out properly. And anyone who's really 
like loves to travel, likes to just go hang out with new people, likes to just go and experience and go on an adventure, this is one of your high needs. And you need to understand, you're talking to someone, what do you hate the most about your job? You know, I really wish that I could go and travel more and see more of the world, but I only have two weeks of vacation time. Now you know that you're dealing with someone who likes that variety. And now you can take that angle to show them your product, your service, your business, and what you can offer them from that light. Hope this is making sense, guys, because this is one of the biggest problems. People assume everyone wants what they want and doesn't take the time to figure out what the other person wants. And it just ends up another person not getting the best exposure because you're not really showing them how your opportunity or product can best suit them. So the third... This one's huge, significance and recognition. So how do you identify people who are significant and recognition driven? This is a really easy one to identify because this is a person, all of us know, like talking about the glory days, talking about, you know, they were the captain of their high school football team and how many touchdown passes they threw and how were they were the man in baseball in college and how they did this, how they did that, talking about their accomplishments. And every time they do something good, they love that spotlight, love that recognition. And a lot of us do. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't wasn't motivated by recognition to some extent. I wouldn't say it's my biggest motivator. I think the reason I like it is because I know that I did something right and I'm in alignment and I made an impact. So it just it just confirms me being in alignment. But there's people, man, like you dangle a free trip in front of them. You dangle an extra bonus check. You dangle a trophy, an award, just being put in the spotlight, and that's all they need. They'll go all for that. And we have people on our team who that's their motivator, and we know that. So that's how we kind of communicate and how we influence them is because we know that's what they like. They like to be recognized. They like to be shown in the top earners. So understanding that and understanding if you're recognition-driven, significance-driven, it's fine, but embody it. Use it to make yourself perform better, but more than that, like the influence is so important. Use it to help uh, influence other people better. The fourth is love and connection. So what I've realized, especially in network marketing, where we're such a community-driven business, is that people love to feel like they are a part of something right so look around and but this this goes everywhere because i notice it as well i see some people so sold on the corporate culture but i see the fact that they feel like they're on a strong team and that they're in it to win it together and a lot of times they are on a team together for me i just like to know that my efforts like everything i'm building is for me and not necessarily like building someone else's empire. Like I'm building my own dreams, not building someone else's. So in corporate cultures, there's so many um, businesses that do this so well and create that culture and team and you belong and we're a part of something. And that pride, uh, people love that. They just feel like they belong. Think about all of it. Like think about when, if you went to college, when you went there, you just wanted to find a group to be a part of and, and feel accepted and feel like, you are part of something bigger than you. And that's why a lot of people join fraternities. They join different social groups. They join different clubs. It's because we crave that connection, right? And I think all of us, there's there's some certainly some lone wolves out there. And I can be a lone wolf sometimes. Like there's times I like to just put my head down, grind, and kind of unplug from the external world. But for the most part, 
we want to be a part of something and feel like we belong. So as it goes for you guys who have businesses or you could even be working in traditional corporate job, figure out how to create that culture so it's a team. It's not a bunch of individuals doing it. You guys are building this together. You guys are in it together. And the people that I know who are entrepreneurs succeeding at the highest level right now are the ones building the biggest communities that people get a part of and feel like they belong. And you know what's crazy? For me, a big thing that's always driven me is financial success. So when I bring people into our team, I have to understand, and this took me a while, I made the mistakes of thinking that everyone wanted this to go like use our business to go make residual income and build this huge income and take control of their life. Well, that's not the case. There's a lot of people in my business who are part of it just because they love to be a part of such a positive, uplifting, supportive group. Love our products. They like to help people like by sharing them, but that's not what drives them the most is the money. It's the fact that they feel like they're a part of something. So take a look at whatever you're doing and it doesn't matter what it uh, what it is you should be building community around it. And a lot of my friends, a lot of, and, and you guys, if you're influencers, you have a big following and a lot of people engaging with you. Don't take that shit for granted. Go in and reply to every single comment, every single DM that comes your way, other than the fucking people who are spamming you and just sending you bullshit, reply. Like if someone ever hits me up in anything relation to any of the work I've done or just to say thank you for the value I put out there, it is guaranteed I'm going to respond and I will do that until I physically can't anymore, until time just doesn't permit it. But don't take that for granted because that's how you can build a community even if you're just posting and, and putting out positivity. So this is such an important one know that people want to feel like they belong. This is probably the majority of the population. They're not going to have those high-level results, but if you can create an environment where they feel like they're a part of something bigger than them, they're going to stick around. The fifth is growth. You probably heard me say this too. We are either growing or we are dying. This is a, a really important one for me. I'd rank it in my top three needs. And it's because when I'm getting better, I feel good about myself. And it doesn't have to be like in like just massive, massive chunks of getting better. If I just improve myself daily, if I read 20 pages of a book that challenges my mind, expands my mind and just changes the way I think, I feel great about it. If I listen to a really good podcast and have a few takeaways, I feel great. I go to a conference, I feel great. I do something that I'm uncomfortable doing, right? And it helps me become a better person. I feel great. And this is something that you need to, need to understand that people feel good when they're getting better. So someone whose growth, if you figure out that they're really growth oriented and this is a big need and you ask them, it can always be like these, these job questions are a great one to go back to because this uncovers so much. Be like, what do you love the most about your job? And the answer could be something along the lines of, well, when I perform, I bring more results there's so much opportunity for me to grow and become a more significant role in the company. You say, what do you hate the most about your job? You know what? No matter what I do, I feel stuck. I don't feel challenged. I don't feel stimulated. That's how you know this person is craving growth, right? And then I talk network marketing just because this is my area of expertise and what I know. Uh, this is the type of person you can talk to be like, you know what, man, I totally feel that. And one of the big reasons that I joined my business is because we call it personal development with a compensation plan attached. 
the more you grow yourself is the more you grow your income. We're always plugged into trainings. We're always plugged into podcasts, books, anything to expand our minds. And we're just obsessed with growth and getting better, right? You guys see that difference? A lot of times, like I said in the beginning, I made the mistake of just everyone wants to get rich and travel the world. It's not the case. Some people will stick around just because of that personal development environment. So those people, they thrive from being challenged. And know this. Think about yourself as well. Are you growth-oriented? Because if you are, that's cool. But like knowing yourself and then knowing other people is so key. So the last need I'm going to talk about here is contribution. In my opinion, this one is not prioritized enough for the average individual. So contribution, giving back. What can you do to give back? A great example is, and I think I think a, a reason people don't prioritize this is because they think they need to be making millions of dollars or be in a different situation or be on the next level before they can actually give back, but it's not true. You can start by helping out at a soup kitchen or volunteering at a pet shelter or just there's so many opportunities at the church to just give back. It doesn't always need to be money. But I will say this, you need to prioritize contribution because in my opinion, abundance breeds abundance. When you're going out and you're giving back and you're helping other people, it all comes back full circle. And not only that, you're going to feel so much more fulfilled. So start where you can. Uh, I think this came from Sir Richard Branson, and this is just to show you like the different levels of contribution. So he basically said, he's like, how would it make sense for me to go spend two hours at a soup kitchen when I can write a check for $10 million and donate it to a charity? Like which one is going to have a greater impact? And because he's at the level where that two hours, he can produce so much more money and, and income that he can go and make an impact with rather than if he's just ladling soup. But start where it works for you. You know, I've really elevated, and I think it's important to elevate yourself and extend yourself into contribution before you feel like you're ready because you can always contribute at some level, right? I'm giving 10% of my book proceeds to the ISA Foundation, my, my company's foundation that just helps on so many different levels and it's like, that was something I can do, right? I published the book. I can give a portion of the proceeds of something that didn't even exist before to a good cause. And that money will increase as well. And I'm always looking, like one of my favorite things to do, and right now it's obviously not going on with what's going like the state of the world, but when you walk out of a grocery store and you see like the Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts doing a fundraiser, I, I, <laughs> as good as those freaking Samoas and Thin Mints are, I try not to eat them because they're like crack cocaine. But I'll give them like whatever money I have in my wallet. Just here, guys, take this, like keep the cookies, love what you're doing, keep grinding, like good things are going to come your way. And you feel so good about it, right? But make it genuine. Don't do this stuff. There's so many people that go around just to like film it and be like, oh, I'm doing so good for the world. Like do it for you. Do it for them. Do it just to make an impact. And you don't need everyone to know that you're out there doing that as long as you're doing the right thing. So guys, in conclusion here, these six needs, I'll, I'll go over them one more time just so you're aware of them. We have certainty, we have uncertainty or variety, we have significance and recognition, love and connection, growth, and then contribution. All six of these needs are going to be six needs that are going to move you, and it's important to be aware of what's going to influence you the most, but it's also so important to know 
for other people what their needs are so that you can best influence them. And some something I hate is people think that influence is like manipulative or a bad thing, but it genuinely isn't. Like you look at it like this. You're if you're selling something, a product, a service, some type of solution, you need to know and believe that by that person signing up, buying your product, enrolling in your business, that you're making a positive impact on their life and that their quality of life is going to increase far beyond the level of investment they made. If you don't believe that, you need to reevaluate what you're selling or what business you're in. It's as simple as that. So when you know that what your product or service is is going to increase the the quality of their life far beyond their investment, you're going to want to get it in as many hands as possible and you're going to know that by sharing it with someone, their life's going to get better. But it starts with being able to influence properly, right? If you cannot properly influence, they're not going to see the value and see how it applies to them. And for example, like I've been talking about this whole episode, if you go to present your product service opportunity to someone and you just assume that they want what you want and then you share it with them in that light and that happens to not be a need that they really care about, they're going to think overall that it's just not for them, it doesn't apply to them and that it's only for that specific purpose and then they're not going to get your product or service And then what happens is if you had taken the time to ask them the right questions to figure out what their needs are and then shown it to them in that light, it could have been a life-changing thing for them. So really, you have to think about the fact that you're being selfish if you don't take the time to figure out what a person's needs are and you don't take the time to share it with them because ultimately, it's not up to us to decide who deserves our solution. It's our responsibility to share it with them if you genuinely believe it's as life-changing as it is. So guys, take these six needs, write them down, put them somewhere where you can see them so that you're reminded of them, and just use these needs to create a positive impact. Know yourself better, be able to share and influence people better, and when you can do that, you're going to end up having more success. If you figure out how to ask the right questions Figure out what's actually drives someone and what they're looking for. You're going to be able to have much higher level results. Important stuff, guys. So, man, I love doing this show. This, like, fires me up. I'm, like, ready to go out there and just take on the world right now. It just puts me in such a good mood and such a high place of energy and service. So, honestly, I hope that you guys are all getting a ton of value from this. I'm loving the feedback and loving the suggestions and what you guys want to be talked about. But... You know, in a selfish way, I get so much out of this too because it just helps me reinforce the lessons I've learned and I love being able to share them with you guys and just help you guys elevate to the next level, right? This stuff, even though I'm geared towards entrepreneurship, this stuff applies across the board in life. Like you can use this stuff in any situation when it comes to human interaction and that's what's so cool about it and that's why I love and I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship and mindset stuff is that it's not just one category it applies all across the board. So thank you guys again for all the support, all of the love. Uh, I kindly ask if you're getting value from this show, just please drop a five-star rating, hit the subscribe button, and share it with someone. There's so many people that need to hear this stuff, and I'm really just trying to be the voice for the younger generation so it resonates with you. I've really, one of the biggest challenges I've faced in my career so far is showing up as my most authentic self 
and this show and my book have just put me in such alignment with who I really am and how I need to be delivering these messages. So I owe it to you guys because I feel like I'm doing this to bring that value and help you. But like I said, in exchange, it's helping me as well. So thank you guys. Uh, love you all. Hope you get out there and have a great week. And oh, by the way, I appreciate the prayers for Spike's jewels. He's in much higher spirits this week. I think he completely forgot that he's got an empty flap sack hanging from his belly. Uh, yeah, I think I should sign off on that note. But guys, have a great week. Get out there and fucking crush it. And we will see you on the next episode. Later. Later.